Dig On Doug podcast. And we're going to get live. We're going to get you ready because you're going to be in for an earful, baby. Let's go. Yo, yo, it's Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. It's your number one spot. Dig On Doug. Dig on Doug, dig on Doug, another episode drop. This is Dig on Doug, we speak on things we love, sports, books, and grub. Listen, we know what's up with movies, relationships, dynamites, main event, politics too, in the airways, latest hits. If I like it, then I name it. If I love it, I'll explain it. It's my podcast to play with or experiment. We explore our differences. Fact is, we ain't nothing without photosynthesis. So get a load of this. Lock in and focus in. Informative discussions with substance you can't afford to miss. Steer you from the shallow pits of hopelessness. Change your mind state from renting to ownership. We on some showmanship. Set goals and go for it. Share what I know so you don't have to go through it. There's alternatives, hope kinds and turns and twists. Yo, it's dig on Doug, fool. You know you heard of this. If you hear any cats or anything, I got three cats currently. And I'm sitting two cats. So, it's, it's, it's all wild. breakup and everything like my one of my friends approached me about you know, I want a cat because she had a friend with a litter <clears throat> and all of that stuff and so I was like nah like I was like I don't want no cat I was like I would want a bigger space or something like that but then it just kept I kept thinking about it like after after she said that to me and I was like, I was like why am I still thinking about this cat and then so what one of the big things that really like got me into it because we never had like uh, pets growing up outside of fish um, and so I was like, okay, well, I've been in my space, like where I live at right now in my, my studio up in here for about five years. And I was like, well, I can come and go as I want. Like, it's like, I can throw anything wherever I want. But I was like, if I get like a cat, like I, I gotta be responsible and like more attentive, like to him or her, whichever, like I would end up being, end up being a him. Um, and that really was part of the kicker and I feel like also it's like God's discipline like he talks about in Hebrews 12 um, you know nobody likes discipline in the moment like because I could easily just like nah this is my space like I don't want to like give it up and and now this man I got so much stuff like everywhere that, that, that he has and then my friends have siblings of his so uh, one of them is uh, his brother from the direct litter the same litter and then the other one is a sister, older sister from a from a previous litter. So, so that's and then plus they're just way more maintainable than dogs and all that stuff. Like cats come and go as they want. Bruce would be like, "Nah, bro, like leave me alone. Like I'm chilling, and I'll just be doing my thing." Or then there's times when he want to come up and and curl up and cuddle and jump on my shoulders and all this stuff. So, so it's interesting. This is a very interesting life. <coughs> All right, y'all. So we're gonna get started officially. You got some of the little behind the scenes stuff of uh the Dig on Doug podcast. Welcome to uh the latest episode, the newest episode. Is it's been a minute. Um, creative spaces, man. Like when you do creative work, it takes some time to to get in that creative space to do what is needed and and how to get to it. So um your boy's been doing some different things and 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 
a lot of work going on behind the scenes yet. Wanted to get back on the podcast. Wanted to get this man on. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about what was going to inspire and and develop from our conversation because uh, since I've met, uh, I got Justin Pitterman on. Since I met Justin, uh, we, we do uh, part of the sports podcast, uh, Stay Tuned Live. And Mr. I Got a Question is his name. Like, I feel like that that is his name. So, uh, Justin, welcome uh, to the Dig on Doug podcast, man. Hey, what's up, brother, man? I'm just happy to do another show. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been pretty cool. Uh, the last time I jumped on here with you, uh, with oh my gosh, who who all was on the show? It was me, you, Jay Will. It was Jay Will. Yeah, that was a good show, man. That was a that was a good one, and I like the content you put out, man. I I've I've been checking out a whole lot of different podcasts lately, but I I did check out yours and uh, I I I try to check out those yeah. people that I actually know mm-hmm. and and try to get you know one for support yeah two just for growth and knowledge yeah so, yeah I appreciate you for having me on here and considering me as uh, I feel very honored no oh, man uh, I I am honored man like like and similar to yourself I've been trying to find new podcast as well and more so about life um because much as I do love sports like sports has a ceiling for me like it is like it it it, ha- it has really a ceiling and so it's like to be able to really talk about life and to think about what's going on and to inspire people and motivate people and like you also said to learn um as well like I'm always in that real learning phase and forever will be a student I truly believe in that so um, but before we get on here, like, and just get rolling into into what we're going to talk about today, and as however we find what we're going to talk about today, just let let the folks know a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and as one of the things I, I like to say, I was talking with somebody a couple of weeks ago about, I go like people being influenced or motivated by something. I'm I'm changing that completely. I'm, I'm not a big, I won't say I'm not a big, well, I'm not a big fan of those phrases really think about what and who has shaped you in your life. And that's even some of the stuff we'll talk about today. So, uh, but however you want to answer that question and go about it. Um, okay. Well, yeah, a little bit about myself. Of course, you introduced me, uh, Justin Pennerman. I'm out here in the Atlanta area. I'm married, been married for over five years now. It's crazy. Mm. It feels like time flies. Got two, <laughs> got, uh, two boys. I work in the Gwinnett County School System uh, in a mentorship program, and I'm also technically an ISS teacher. <laughs> they just don't call it ISS uh, at the elementary school level. Yeah, oh, okay. I deal with a lot of behavioral support at the elementary school level with a lot of the males in the building. As I just told Doug, me and my wife were just tapped as youth directors for our current church, the Outlet Community Church in the Atlanta area. So we uh, jumped on that hat as well. <laughs> we're definitely in the neighborhood, our current neighborhood and the neighborhoods in Atlanta, just really creating an impact, uh, whether it's through my wife's nonprofit or uh, just speaking to kids, um, my wife as well goes into schools and 
talks to them about creativity mm. and the path of an artist and uh, just being able to express yourself and uh, find your creative niche. So we we both been really just helping out young adults and kids for for a while. It's really been our thing. It's been pretty rewarding. Um, and so it comes with its challenges. Um, we're on a journey right now, a season right now, where we're just trying to grow and get better, communicate better with one another, uh, maintain that our marriage is priority, and also understanding that God has us on a journey to really impact these young lives. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much uh, it in a nutshell. That's uh, pretty much what I do. I do a few other things on the side, but that's pretty it. Pretty much it. Um, to answer your final question about someone that really still impacts me till t- this day, um, I have a mentor. He was my twelfth grade job for Georgia graduates teacher. Now this class morphed into another name, but it was originally called Jobs for Georgia Graduates. And the purpose of the class was to get students career minded, career focused. Mm-hmm. So we learned about life insurance. We learned about uh, retirement. We learned about savings. We learned about employment. We learned about resume building, all these different things. It was sponsored by the Georgia Department of Labor. Uh, oh, wow just to get people really ready for the workforce because you kind of have this gap. Um, ooh, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit before, <laughs> get a little bit back. As far as my mentor, um, Kevin Taylor is his name. Okay. Um, house grad. Crazy fact about that is he was roommate and close friend to my wife's grandfather. Oh, wow. Never knew that. They were roommates at Morehouse. Uh, they put out a, a small kind of like pamphlet book about uh, materialistic depression. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy that the fact that they even knew each other. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, a person that I'm still in contact with today. Mm-hmm. After high school and graduation, I still go over and uh, fix his printer. <laughs> like that i help him fix his printer i help him with the technology and he helps me with life okay nice nice little barter trade system um i'm winning that trade though (laughs) well i'm sure he enjoys the company and the conversation as well um so so you talked about a lot of the, the the influential stuff and the stuff that you're doing down there um when you reflect and like you look back and you're like, let's say this 12 year old, like 12th grade, like Justin, like you're in that class and all that stuff. Mm. And then you think back and, and then you think forward to where you're at now. Like what, what does, what's like the initial feeling or thought that comes to you? Like being to being in that 12th grade class, 12th grade year, and now here where you're at, like the road, the map, all of that stuff. Like what, what makes you, what, what do you think of when you think about that? I literally, I literally laugh when I think about that journey because I almost dropped the class. Uh-huh. We went to my counselor and I was just like, I need to get out of this class. You guys <laughs> too much. He's talking about resumes. He's talking about this. He's talking about that. You know, he's the first day of class. He's he's talking about how hard it's going to be. Like he treated it like a mini HBCU course. Look on your left, look on your right. I'm like, man, no, man, nah. I, I, I will gladly 
go take PE for the fourth time and get my credit. So um, I, l- I look back at that. I literally almost walked out of that class and uh, two things happened. My counselor wouldn't let me do it. And another teacher actually threatened bodily harm if I, <laughs> if I dropped out of that class. So, uh, so yeah, I do think that's funny because I didn't want to work. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to do all the extra work my senior year, um, but I just didn't know what was going to be the other side of that class, mm-hmm. the relationship that was going to come out of that, the information that was going to come out of that, all the things I've learned to this day. I still have the material from 12th mm-hmm. grade in a blue three-inch binder that he calls oh. uh, your bag. Mm-hmm. Like, carry that around. He said that will one make make you a lot of money, and it will help guide you in life when it comes to meeting your goals and establishing relationships and just you know pushing forward all together. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, pretty much, yeah. When I look at it, I do laugh at the fact that I really tried to get out, but God didn't let me. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's 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 funny. And so and so, looking at that. So your journey from from that to to where you're at now, because uh, what are you twenty nine thirty? Where 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 are you? Thirty one, man. Thirty one. Oh, okay, thirty one. So welcome to the thirties. I always say it gets better thirty plus. Like I, I enjoy it thirty plus. Um, <clears throat> and so we we think about the things that shape us and and develop us and get us to where we're at. Um. What was like your road? Like, what are some of those crazy parts of your road of like getting to to where you're at now? Like some of those things that like you look back now and you're like, man, like I definitely didn't see that turning left into the way it did, or like just those things that you hit those those. I don't even say the bumps, but like you hit these different avenues and exits. Because one of the things I imagine or I think about when we live in life, because I truly believe we have everything in us already that we need. We just need the opportunities and things for it to come out and the right people around us. So for me, often I think about like we're walking kind of like in a fog, but it's like, but there's some kind of light leading us to where we need to go. And then sometimes we pull out our own flashlight and then find a way and we find out that ain't the right way. Um, just along your journey, what have been some of those things that like really stick out to you that like like really are key moments for you? Uh, man, it's... it's uh... Quite a bit, but I mean, just to name a few, it was just like, you know, in the beginning where I believe in high school, certain high schools don't set you up the right way mm-hmm. to make that relationship. Everybody didn't have what I had, like the privilege yeah. of Mr. Taylor or whoever the mentor is, the counselor or something like that, because it's pretty much you're going to college, you're going to the military or you go straight to work, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, there was no other in between. There was no other, okay, like, well, what else? You know, what yeah. else? No financial literacy to like, check out some more scholarships or look into technical school, which is what I eventually did. And and and, and just, just different things that they weren't really uh, talking too much about in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And if they were talking about it, it was behind closed doors because they were pushing for a certain agenda or a certain route, you know? So that was a big deal as you see your friends and a lot of people do follow their friends, go to Georgia State, for example, which is a very popular college in Atlanta. 
lot of people are going to Georgia State. A lot of people are going here, going there. And I just didn't feel that that was going to be me, even though my grades could have got me into a lot of those places. Mm-hmm. Going to technical school route already was kind of what just mm, changed the game for me. But then it's like after that, I was like, okay, what do I do with the certifications I have now? And it's just like, all right, you're at a dead-end job. What do you do now? Okay, you try to open up a business. Okay, but you still don't have all the information to open up the business. So you have to learn networking. So there's a lot of stuff learning on the fly. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, trial and error of just really trying to find your own, own, own way, pull yourself, what was the old saying, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Yeah. Grind it out, and I was just like, "Man, this junk is hard." <laughs> like, I was like, I, "I need to find a better career, and then work on my business on the side, put it on mm-hmm. the back." And so, and that's you know, some you know, some people do. Uh, I know that's what I did. That's how I ended up in the fire department. Went for it that way. Really, kind of left all my certifications and technical training and a lot of stuff that attributes to my purpose. Mm-hmm in the back room. And okay. I was like, all right, the only thing that I'm in purpose about is helping people. And mm-hmm. that there was an awesome part about, you know, serving people as a public servant in the fire department. So that's uh, that's what I was doing. Um that didn't last as long as I wanted to. Um encountered just some uh racial biasness is the word I'm gonna use because some people don't understand what racism is. We can yeah. break that down systemically mm. in the employment world or something like that it's just like when you treat somebody different or you give somebody so many chances based off of whatever whatever the mistake may be because of their race it's just like you you know that there's some uncovered bias that they're not aware of mm-hmm. you know so that was uh facing that was a was definitely new so um, like I said, I can go on and on, you know, marriage and then, you know, trying to be, a, you know, being a stay at home dad for a while, yeah. um, you know, moving in with in-laws, uh, pressures of marriage. And then like right now trying to, uh, get back, you know, in, in your, in your own place, in your own, in, in your own environment. And so what I've noticed just to wrap it up is life is a marathon. Mm-hmm. Life is a marathon. You may have certain benchmarks you want to meet, uh, but it's not always a straight line. Sometimes we want to keep it simple, and keeping it simple is great. But there's a lot of learning in the trial and error. There's a lot in learning in the valleys. Can't learn everything from the mountaintop. (laughs) It was going great and going awesome. At the end of the day, you're going to think you did all that. Yeah. Christian, as a follower of Christ, I do believe that when you hit the bottom, that valley, you're kind of wondering, like, really, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. You're going to have to trust God. You're going to have to, like, really totally depend on God. And trusting God doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It means that you're still obedient in that valley. You're still moving forward with whatever he told you to do, Mm -hmm. doing some type of deed. But then at some point, whenever that season ends, he exalts you to another place and then another place and another place. And then it's just like, you know what? I'm glad I was obedient, but ultimately it was God that got me through this season, this valley. And so that's how the glory goes to him. And so I think, I think that's why some people do go through hard times and they don't know necessarily how they got out of it. Whatever mm-hmm. person they subscribe to, 
it was just like they, they really got to think about it. Was it truly you that got you out of that situation? That's a, that's a question that I, I always like to ask people that think a little bit different differently than me or believe differently than me because then we yeah. can talk up a whole nother situation. You, you you bring up something and, and it triggered a, a thought in me in the sense of what I want to talk about, but also taking it a little bit in a different way. Um, we are in a, and I don't think I've ever heard it put this way. Like, I, I don't think I've ever heard it. We're in a subscription culture now more than ever before. Right. Like, we have Netflix, we got our Hulu, we got whatever your subscription is. And so we're so shaped by these things. Even like still now in 2023, we still have the, and it's not always like a hard debate, but we always have these, oh, you're an Android, oh, you're an iPhone person. Right, right. Like these subscriptions and these, these relationships and things that we're tied to, and we make these odd, what is it, these odd like dedications to them, and, and we set the, the borderlines of, of what they are. And so, and, and I, I work in higher education, as everybody listening to this, if you're new, I work in higher education. Right. Um, one of the things that that scares me about society in general, yet I also see it at the college level for sure, a lot of people listen to a lot of things, but they often don't listen to themselves. And mm-hmm. and so it's I remember working with one of my students, and if he's listening to this because he listens to the podcast and everything, he may know this is him. So shout out to you. I won't say your name, but appreciate you and I love the work that you're doing now. And I remember talking with him and he was like working on his workout and like trying to be more fit and all this stuff. And he had all these different people. He was like telling me about from like YouTube. He was like, Oh, this person said this. And I was like, I was like, bro, like, where's your funnel at though? Where's your funnel to really say like, okay, I gathered all this information. I deciphered it, whipped it up, cooked it up for myself now. And I'm getting to X decision of myself. And so even like you're saying, like, even in the sense of if it's funny, I feel like this might be a show like later. So somebody better give me props. Be like, oh, did like do you subscribe to God or do you subscribe to Jesus? Um, and and what that teaching is, because you subscribe to to uh Disney Plus, you know you got the whole Disney vault. So you're gonna be shaped in a way, like in whatever that stuff is, unless you have your own filter um and and development. And so uh as you're seeing yourself shaped. And also working with the youth shaped by this stuff. What does that stuff say to you in the sense of like just what I just said, but also thinking how these things that we have in our life are shaping us so much. And often for a lot of folks, they don't even know it. Mm. Um, The way I take it is that uh, a faith that's not tried or challenged is weak. Mm. It's like the saying... A calm sea never made a skilled sailor. Mm, like that one. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah. I want to steal that if, uh, if unless you heard it from somebody. But, oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's out there. I didn't. That's not me. That that is not me at all. So that that's been out there. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, speaking for myself is this is that um, yes. Uh, I've signed up for Christianity because it sounds like the best, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like, like, man, it sounds pretty good, you know, to me, you know, but through my life, I've 
I don't know what made me this way, but it was just like, I kind of want to know a little bit deeper for myself. Yeah. Versus just growing up, going to church, or if someone else growing up going to a mosque or masjid or mm-hmm. Jewish, whatever. It's kind of like, you need to know for yourself. Don't yeah. know because your parents mm-hmm. you know, dragged you to whatever the place was. You know, so I think that is um, a big deal. Uh, as far as funneling that information coming in, because I've heard things come across a church pulpit, and I was just like, <laughs> you know, like I was like, that don't even sound good, man. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, I think of not not tuning my own horn. It's just like I'm glad I do my own research, and I'm mature mm-hmm. faith where it doesn't necessarily drive me away. Which right now, I believe the stats show that people are definitely less interested in God. You can yeah. meet a lot of spiritual, quote, unquote, spiritual people, but it's just like spiritual how. Yeah. You know, they're less, I, they less identify with the church, with Christianity, because of the history of inaccurate teaching, mm-hmm. the history of trauma and church hurt. And um, something that I like what the rapper Lecrae said is that he let people, he let people hurt him and he thought it was God doing it. Mm. Like, man, you know, so over time, it's just kind of like you really develop that relationship with God and it's, yeah. and it's a trying relationship. Let's compare it to a relationship uh, with a spouse or a girlfriend or something like that. It's just like, what makes it real? You know? Yeah. Or is trying to spend time with that person. You uh, you want to not feel so obligated to do things, but you're really doing things out of love. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like different things you're trying to, it's the same way with God. God wants that intimate relationship, but he knows that one, we're human. And that we're going to have our emotions. We're going to wonder why things happen a certain way or we don't understand, you know, what's going on or all this information is coming and we need to filter through it. We need to be like, okay, I've heard this, but God, what are you saying to me? What are you saying mm-hmm. to me that lines up with your word? You know, that, and so, uh, I, I mean, I'm hoping that does, you know, answer it. I, like I said, just for myself is that I became... Uh, an amateur, what is it called? Apologetic. Apologetics is the defense of the faith of, of proving that the Christian faith is historically accurate, historically true. Yeah. And so I just pretty much became an amateur student at that and to just learning things and understanding that it's not just what the pastor is saying or what mm-hmm. the pastor is saying or whatever is that you know i know this to be true yeah you know for myself you know and so i, I think that's why my favorite scripture is and, and maybe this is why i always ask questions on the podcast but it's like, all you're getting get understanding and all you get get understanding are uh like one of mine i love is it talks about um seek wisdom at all costs like all costs like at all costs and and when you were talking, what it made me think of was King Solomon. And so how he went and explored everything. Like, like he, he went and did it all. And so it's, and it's funny because I tell students uh, this a lot, like in the career work and stuff that I do. I'm like, 
explore whatever interest you have until exhaustion, until like you're done. And so that's even giving me some stuff in my own life, which, which I, I need to do. Um, or I want to say need to do, want to do. I'd rather be in want to do than need to do. Um, and like, that's what you're talking about with a relationship. Like you want to be in a place where you want to do this more than need to do it. Now there's going to be need times. Like they like, yeah. it's just, it's just going to be part of the, 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 the process yet. The want times is, is what really creates and develops something. I think a little bit more, um, in, in what that is. And so, no, nah, that's, that's beautiful. one of my favorite scriptures. New ones, um, is I love, um, cause I, I just, I, I, one of the reasons I believe we get along well is because we operate differently than a lot of people, especially when it comes to the, the, the faith and all that stuff. Romans 12, nine says love from the center of who you are. Do not fake it. And I'm like, bro, like that is where I live. Like if, if we rock, we rock, but if we don't, we don't. And that's fine with me because it's, it's not from like villainy or venom or anything. We just don't connect and that's okay. Like you don't connect with everybody. Um, and I think, and like you're saying, like with, with, with all those stats and things of people not wanting to be involved with church and connected, it's part of it is like you're saying, it's, it's the history and all that stuff. You see the salaciousness of what it is. Uh, you had all those videos last year that pastor in, in New York and getting robbed and he being out here super flashy and all this stuff. Uh, it can be, like you said, abusive. Like a lot of people don't talk about that. The abusive part of what religion can be mentally, physically, spiritually, all that stuff, manipulation, everything, like all of that stuff is there. Yet at the same time, with anything in your life, are you going to persevere to push through to seek what your truth is and finding it? Not what somebody else's is, not what somebody you know, other things say, and this is, this is one in the sense, like I always have, you know, we have on the, on the sports show, the, oh, the LeBron Jordan talk, like, you're like, I'm so tired of that conversation, bro. It's like, but it's like, I have persevered and, and seen in the sense of my stance. It's not about me coming to your side and saying like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, it's like, and diminishing my side. And it's not even for you to come to my side and say, but is are we acknowledging are are we acknowledging the truth that's right there in front of us, and are we exploring that truly to what the the seeking of it is of like really how do I develop myself how do I grow myself and I believe one of the problems is people don't want to do that work because <laughs> it's work it it is it is but then it'd be so funny I'm like okay you don't want to do that work on yourself let's just say on yourself but then you want to go try to link up with another human being. And it's like that's I, I have this analogy and 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 I'm not apologizing for it in any way. It's just a very petri dish analogy, but I think it's true. A lot of the times I really feel like why pro athletes and models link up or anybody in that nature is they've only been valued at one element of their life. So like the model woman or whatever, like, oh, pretty, pretty, pretty get pushed up the, the hill and all this stuff, keep going, keep going, keep going. Athlete, your skill, your skill, your skill. So you get these very underdeveloped folks who are, and then they find each other and they're like, and they don't, I don't even think they always know it. I'm like, oh, like you're good. And then you're good and we're good. And then it's like, but then that's when them shells, because they never talk about, I would love to see stats 
of like professional athletes and marriage. Like if you just zone that out, like I would, I would be very interested to see what those stats are. I'm not even going to say which side is leaning to. I, I have a feeling you listening to this have a feeling yet. I would be very intrigued to see what those stats say. Yeah. I think they're definitely out there already. A lot like, oh, mm-hmm. for sure. I think if we dug deeper to see how many professional athletes and high profile women, how many marriages last or, mm-hmm. or divorce. I think that that that's a that's a stat that I never that I don't think I have heard of. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like the stat about professional athletes and 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 their financial ruin, right? That's out there already. Oh man, like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was you know divorce. Yeah, and 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 so when when we because again now it's, it's looking into that that's shaping our what are you being what are you subscribing to right. in your life. Is, is very valuable and and it's like it's it's funny because it's like when we sign up for anything and you see all that legal jargon and you're like okay yeah just hit click just give me pass like and we all do it like i do it i'm not about to sit up here and be like y'all need to be looking at that fine print look it just happens yet what are you doing in the sense of our work and our work of whatever we're striving to and even if like even if you look at it now i'm looking at it like this in your friendships you're subscribing to a friendship. What is that friendship doing for you? Mm, kind of like taking an inventory. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like it's 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 real and it's the, it's that process. Like and now I'm, I'm thinking about all this stuff of like the Netflix and Hulu. I mean, I got uh, most of them. And so it's like, but most of them I'm not like so like, oh yeah, I gotta have Netflix. It's it's something for a convenience for me to right, 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 right. to be able to go on there. Yet when when looking at that stuff and and really developing out, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's that process. And so, where where do you think you develop that that thing of you of like really wanting to understand? Like you said, like uh, you know, you get get a good understanding. Um, where and how early do you remember maybe having that skill and that trait? I definitely think it started in high school for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted. It started in high school, but I can also know the maturity wasn't there completely. Okay. I just remember there being conversations. Actually, I could even go back to middle school because it's like I wasn't just gonna be friends with the Christians. Like (laughs) sounds stupid to me. You know, but I had this one friend, um, a a Muslim guy, and we and we rocked it hard. Mm -hmm. I literally asked him questions about what he believed. Because I remember someone making a joke about Jesus, and I thought, like, you know, jokes about Jesus weren't cool. Until I got older, I was like, right, you can joke on him if you want. I don't think he'll be offended. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I would sit and ask questions, and then in seventh grade history uh, or social studies, whatever, uh, we started going over the different religions. And that's when I was, uh, I was able to read portions of the Quran. Mm. I was able to read portions of... Uh, like Jewish texts and stuff like that. It was, I'll say that that class is pretty, history was my class in general. Like I oh, wasn't man. taking any L's in that class. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, it's, one, it was just easy. And then two, it was just like, if that was saying, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. So it just really interested me. So uh, just talking to some friends, 
and then them bringing out like a a Muslim speaker who was really talking about the the like he low key didn't like Christianity. I could tell like he was talking about the Crusades and Christians killing people, and I'm just like, man, man, what else is this like? Like you so bad, you know? And so I asked him a bunch of questions. So I just know that even like I said, seventh eighth grade it started. Then moving on to high school, just a few of the friendships I had, it just it was, it was just conversations, conversations. Mm-hmm. And go at the look on it. I was you know still going to church and stuff like that, and it wouldn't be my main thing. But if somebody's going to talk about church, my thing was like either tell the truth or just be quiet about it. Yeah, you know whether it's about like, okay why does the pastor have money? It was like you know some like pop culture things like that or was why do we celebrate Christmas when we look at the text and it's just like, well, you know, how do we know that he was born December 25th and it, we're on a whole different calendar? You know? <laughs> and then finally, my senior year in high school, my mentor, Mr. Taylor, challenged a lot of what I believed. And he's Christian itself, mm-hmm. but he still was believing that maybe there's some other things that we were completely unaware about. He got me all the way to the point was I I was wondering why King James name was on the Bible. <laughs> so I, was like, I had to go look at that. And I was like, man, you know, and then I was caught cross-referencing like some things that Malcolm X said about the Bible and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, man, I know that as deep as I was going, I was I wasn't getting all my questions answered. Yeah. But I can definitely see why people leave the faith or leave Christianity or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could get to a certain point. If you're not getting enough answers, you're like, hmm, the same for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then you just go to, you go to something else. But fortunately I kept digging until I found enough answers for me. Now there's some stuff that I don't know about now. I, I don't fake it. There's something mm-hmm just don't understand that I'm still trying to figure out today, but I found enough information for me where I felt comfortable to talk about certain subjects. And if I didn't know the answer, I was comfortable saying I didn't know. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's uh, pretty much where I was, you know, uh, senior year in high school, you know, Mr. Taylor really challenged me on a lot of things, especially the racial component of the Bible. Okay. And I mean, to, to be able to have that is, is huge. I mean, to really, and especially in the day and age we're in now, in 2023, to actually really explore, like truly, like explore on your own. Like you're doing, like doing cross reference checks mm-hmm. with another cross reference checks, as we would say in education. Yeah, you yeah, your primary source, your secondary source, you got your thirdary source, and and really going through that and what it develops is 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 a great and beautiful thing as, as you're the the manifestation of that and 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 growing and developing through that um and with like having mr taylor and and the way that you're you you've been shaped and allowed yourself to to shape that um you talked about earlier like going down the road of like um being a fireman and all that stuff and leaving your technical stuff behind uh, what happened with that path? Like, what what was the driving force for you to go that route? Um, with all the stuff that, and skills and knowledge that you did have. Um. So, in in life, often we we make our own plans, right? Mm-hmm. 
we, we try to forge our own way. And, you know, some people see success, but can you sustain it? You know? Yeah. And so uh, for me, it was just like, okay, I have this audio production music background. I have this LLC. I wasn't really doing much. I'm at a dead end job. So I'm like, man, let me land a, a main job mm-hmm. where that I can work on my business on the side until eventually the business can make enough money where I can quit them, you know, whatever job it was. Mm-hmm. I literally just chose firefighter because there was a fire station right behind the target that I worked at. <laughs> it seems as simple, but you know, they would come in and they were so cool. And so I would just talk to them and they're like, Hey man, if ever you want to apply. And I was like, okay, cool. You know? And then also they look like me, you know, <laughs> so it was like DeKalb County. And so I was like, okay, okay. So I just went out applying to different, you know, departments. And um, one hit, it wasn't the cab. It was a, it was a different county. Hmm. And, uh, but I basically went to school for them. Like I went into their academy. Hmm. And so it was just like, I really just stopped my business altogether because okay. I was full force into that. I was fully engrossed. And even though I went that route, I don't necessarily think it was a mistake. I do think it was a learning lesson because mm-hmm. I got through all that and I was happy about it. And then once I got to the real world, well, not the real world, once I got into the field, I got to see a part of humanity that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You never see, the average citizen doesn't see the other side of the 911 call, you know? And so we do. And so that molded me in a way where I am today, where I've seen things that other people can't, I, I can really like just tell on this podcast. I could probably tell you, but I can't tell, you know, certain other people because of their constitution is maybe too, uh, not strong enough to stomach the things that I've seen. Mm. So um, I think it's, you know, shaped me as a human. And, uh, and I've seen that it made a lot of people jaded, you know, lose mm. faith in humanity altogether, where they trust their cats more than their, than people. And that's not a shot at you, but, it, but it's just like people literally chose their pets more than humans because they just seen a whole lot yeah. of stuff. But, um, you know, moving forward, you know, like everything was good. and uh, But it was just some cultural things there that I noticed. This is around the same time as uh, Barack Obama was coming at the end of the second term, Donald mm-hmm. Trump running. Uh, we've had these what they call courageous conversations and they will ask me my viewpoint on Colin Kaepernick or something like that. And I'll give my honest uh, opinion and, and my opinion would sometimes agree, sometimes it would differ, but it was just like clearly that like we, I was trying to help them understand at least the way a black person or the way black culture may think or view yeah. uh, whatever they thought, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes some people are so blinded by uh, their privilege. They're like, no, that's not how it is and stuff like that. And, and plenty of times I was only the, I was the only black guy on shift that day. And so, uh, and then it was just a lot of other stuff happened, whether I was making mistakes and I, and I knew I was, but then it was just like, at the same time, we were having these conversations and it didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to. But at the same time, the culture that was around me was getting a little bit volatile. Oh, okay. So 
it was time for me to like, you know, leave that all together and mm-hmm. then like try to go back and pick up the business that I had like completely left. And like I said, I wasn't that business savvy. So I thought you paid for LLC once you're good for the rest of your life. No, that's something that you need to keep paying. <laughs> stuff like that. So it was like, I had to relearn that and, uh, you know, just figure out, you know, like a lot of things. And, and like I said, you, you, you may see your life going one direction Mm-hmm. But that will allow you to take some different, you know, courses or something like that. To, yeah. And, and and the thing is, you're gonna learn through through the entire process. I don't regret becoming a firefighter. Yeah. I don't um regret uh, even like at one time I I started Ubering for a time. I don't regret that because there was people that would get in my car and said after a conversation, they said, "You seem a little too smart to be doing this." <laughs> and I was just like, man. You know, and that was a the, the, that was it was short lived. After I heard that two to three times, I was like, mm-hmm. not that I'm saying Uber drivers are dumb. Let, let me, yeah, you know, <laughs> but it was just just conversations that I was having and and experiences that I, that I was having that made me go back and be like, all right, guy, like, what do you want me to do with these certifications? And it ended up not being what I thought it was. It was just mm-hmm. really taking that, teaching others that there's different things you can do out here. You know, whether it is college, look for some scholarships. Whether it is technical school, do your best at it. Do your best yeah. effort. But don't don't expect it to just go in a straight line mm-hmm. to things. Uh, be open to trying different things. And, and, and go, whatever you do, put your best foot forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like if we, we roll with the subscriptions analogy, you're on your Netflix, you're on your Hulu, and there's a show, and it seems interesting go for it like just check it out it's like, like you can learn something from it if you're allowing your space to to really be shaped and developed and i think that's one of the things um often in this generation that like has to be learned and and really developed is the developing and and training of your own mind regardless of what comes in to your feed of like what's really again going back to shaping and developing you i mean i always talk about one of the dangerous things about social media is it can literally take you through all the emotions within like 15 seconds mm-hmm. like you can you can be happy for somebody for something be sad about something be angry be jealous like all of those emotions can come across in the in the small span of seconds right. on social media and then when you you do the thing of like they're just rolling and you just get lost in, in the rabbit hole, I would like on on Facebook on Instagram now I'll put a, a timer on mine like it times out because um, I'm like I at times and I know like the way where I'm at in my life now like I can know I'm like I can pick up my phone and I'm like I'm about to go to social media I'm like I'm doing this because I don't want to deal with everything that's around me right now like I can actively know that sometimes yeah. like yeah. I'm I'm so that alert in my alertness. And I'm like, and then I sometimes I'll pause. And I'm like, are you ready for this? And I'm like, okay, sign the contract. Let's go. <laughs> so it's really getting to that mind frame and that development of, of that, of really understanding the clauses and things of the subscriptions that we're going into. I think now I'm going to name this, this, uh, this episode, uh, where you subscribe to, um, and in thatness of like, what are you really doing? Like you were talking about as like, we jumped in here before. Um, we started recording and talking about like you and your wife doing, which I love the term relationship tune-ups. Like that is 
beautiful and should be adapted. Like I know y'all, like when y'all, I don't know when Pinterest with a purpose come back. I mean, I feel like that might be the the stream y'all y'all should roll in. And I, you know, I'm subscribing. I'm gonna keep subscribing. So, um, yeah, just 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 talk about that maintenance of of what you're doing and how you keep your life going. You talk about being a, a, a stay at home dad. Uh, you're supporting your wife, and she's doing amazing things down there in in the city and all that stuff. And now you're helping students. Like, how do you maintain just Hmm. I don't maintain Justin. Um, I, I think having that time for yourself, for sure. Um, when people talk about self-care, it seems so cliche almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, um, or remind me, because I don't want to forget this. I got something about mental therapy that I need to, I got to ask. I don't know if it's going to be on the pod or not. But okay. Okay. Anyway. I'm crazy about it. But anyway, how does uh, how do I stay myself? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's really, uh, I know one that I'm a, a extrovert. So uh, things like uh, Stay Tuned Podcast um, really did, you know, well, it still does help. But, you know, with how my schedule was going, it was just kind of like hard to jump back on. But I'm trying to get back on because that really does, you know, help me because, you know, I, I'm just with the, you know, guys that could talk some sports and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, neighbor. We go out and we play some basketball. We have good conversation. Maintaining good uh, relationships with people that will hold you accountable mm-hmm. is uh, really good for self care. Just uh, like whatever somebody like whatever they feel like. Some people play video games. Like I, I still have a, a PlayStation Three where I play like an old two K game with like Kevin Durant from the Thunder. <laughs> it's, on, it's on the front. Um, these are different things that I do to, uh, you know, kind of chill out, like from a day or something like that. Still, kind of remain in myself. I still try to feed myself of uh, with uh, different good content of mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Tim Ross and Upset the Gram coming to the man. Show. Tim Ross, bro. Since I've been put on, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude is dude is dope. Dude is. I I actually know. Sidebar. Side note. I know my one of my youth leaders from when I was a youth now works under him. Mm. And it was crazy. I was just like, whoa, you know. <laughs> and All I'm saying, if I, look, if I can get on the basement, bro, like, I'm trying to, like, let me, Tim Ross, how to have me. Like, real, I'm trying to have a conversation. Real, real. So, uh, you know, like, you know, watching stuff like that and yeah. uh, even being more intentional now because on Sundays when me and my wife uh, are going to service now, we we don't really get a chance to go to main service. We have to go to youth mm-hmm. service to pour into them. But it's kind of like, well, yeah. where are we, you know, filling up at our, mm-hmm. our spiritual life? So it's just like, we have to be intentional of one, getting in, you know, whether it's a Bible plan or a physical Bible or watching it online, community, mm-hmm. uh, however that is going out with, uh, you know, other believers or something like that. That's important uh, to keep yourself full because you can't pour in anybody else in your yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, the, as far as you know, keeping keeping me right, exercising, talking to people, that whole extrovertness, you know, that that that's what fills me up. That's what you know keeps me going. Uh, just a different uh, combination of, of many things. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's 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 real. And like when you said that, fill me. It's always funny how you can hear phrases like. 
a bunch of times like throughout your life and like you know what it means yet there's always a, a divine time of when that phrase comes across again and it, it strikes a little bit differently um and so like when you said fit like fill you up like it made me because i'm also extreme extrovert um thinking about that fill me up it's like really looking at it in the sense of intentionality of like what am i doing to do that kind of work i'm um, similar to you conversations all of that stuff I always tell people that's how i learn is conversations like it's not a always like oh like now i journal and do all of that stuff as well and, and read and, and everything yet the conversations like when those start to flow um that's when i really start to learn and grow and and, and develop so it's a it's truly an amazing thing in in that and knowing that and that's that's one of the things also that's super huge for folks is to learn to understand and know how you learn and and how you grow and and what's gonna fill you up because you know we often talk about like the phrase is hurt people hurt people and we leave that there we're like oh so the th so the opposite of that in the sense like what you're saying feel people feel people mm -hmm. or healed people heal people so it's, it's really working from that element as well and going to be able to take your time always i tell folks because people can always want to be like especially in the church like this is this is a disturbance to like say like oh god like oh no not not you but just listen to people listening it's like oh we got to be around each other we i'm like look jesus took 40 days by himself to connect we need to be doing a little bit more of that now maybe you don't do the 40 days right but you know to really disconnect yourself because we're so overstimulated nowadays mm. like there's so much like I just, one of the things that I joke about at work, but it's serious with, with some of my coworkers, I'm like, just think about how many different screens we look at in a day. Wow. Like, you you got your phone, you got your laptop, you probably got your TV, some of you got multiple TVs, like, all the different screens we look at in in, a, in one day and just the effect that that has on us and, and the numbing out that we can also be doing when we go to there. Now, some of it can be enriching as well, but even just, I got some, I got some, some folks like some some coworkers. They do a, like one day a week, no technology when they come home from work. Like just like shut all the tech off, and and that's something I I had started to do that I need to get back into. Because um, again, we get so attached to all these different things. One of my jokes is always people will charge their phones more than they charge themselves. True. I feel like that. I feel like that's a Tim Ross thing. Like, would be like, fam. <laughs> yeah, he may have said something like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's just it's 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 wild. And so, um, how was it for you being a stay-at-home father? Because you know that can that can be like looked at like on like, oh, like what is he doing? He's not a man. And we, there's such a, a crazy culture around manliness and manhood and toxicity and all of that stuff that I can't even get into today. I ain't got, I ain't got the time, but how, how was that for you in growing and developing that? And did you have that shock of that at first, maybe? Um, it was definitely a shock because I never saw myself in that role. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I, I will definitely start with the positive. I'll give you, you know, some real, real stuff and I'll end with a positive. Um, I never thought I was going to get that close with my son that fast and that early. Mm. You know, so just being intentional on what he ate, 
being intentional intentional on his schedule, you know, being like, what, when is he sleeping? Uh, is he going outside enough? Uh, monitoring how much screen time he got, yeah. what viewing, the toys he was playing with. And then it got me on the schedule of, okay, he sleep, I can do X, Y, and Z, you know, to make sure that everything is, you know, right for that, for that time. And then he wakes back up and then being prepared for my uh, oldest son to come home and help him with homework. Right. You know, it it definitely taught me time management on that. Um, The real side of it is that, yeah, I'll start with myself. I I struggle with my own ego and what I've heard across pulpits from other men of of what it looks like to be a man and mm-hmm. and the you know the scripture of a man that does not work does not eat and, and stuff like that. I was like, man, what's that? What's, what's going on? Here? Yeah, you know, or it doesn't leave a, you know a person that doesn't leave an inheritance for his kids is worse than the infidel and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, damn, what what's going on, God? You know, and so the thing was, is like reminding myself that I was working. It was, you know, I, I was, you know, whether it was, you know, Pinterest with a purpose or the DJing aspect or um, helping support my wife with her businesses, like just I need X, Y, and Z done. And also relieving some pressure off from her when she come, like if she put it all in at, her, at the office. Yeah. Wasn't really expecting her to come in and like clean, cook. Making sure that the you know the boys have vegetables and whatnot. It's just like <laughs> you know, so it's just like so. I want to say shout out to all the stay at home parents, mm-hmm. especially those that are like just single that are just balancing that, and then they have yeah. their own businesses and stuff like that. So, so for sure, man, it's it, it was it was definitely a, a juggle thing. Now let's keep it a butt. There was a uh, people talking. There was. Mm-hmm. People talking and, and and as much as we say like oh I don't care what they have to say I'm you know ignore it and stuff like that what people say will affect you at some point in your life you're going to have to learn how to push through it but you're gonna have a bad day where you can hear a hundred compliments but that one bad compliment is the one that sticks with you mm-hmm. I knew it was happening you know I knew it was happening from uh, in laws. I knew it was happening on, uh, you know, my my own flesh and blood side of the family. Yeah, I was getting text messages, you know. <laughs> I was just like, all right, you know, I I, I knew what it was. You yeah. Know, and people saying all sorts of things, telling you know, telling me what I should do and telling me what I, that I was doing stuff wrong, and people saying that they're disappointed in me and stuff like that. Oh, that junk holds weight, man. You yeah. Know, so just like, and then they all it's like once they. Once I meet their standard, that's when it, you know, it changes. Like, oh, you're you're working at a school, and you know, you 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 help a lot in the special ed department. You know, then then the claps come and stuff. Yes. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's when I, you know, to be honest, that's when I want to get petty. It was just like, no, yeah, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. You weren't shooting with me in the gym. You just because, <laughs> I, live, just because I live up to your so-called standard yeah. now doesn't mean that you're always rooting for me, man. And so it's just like, like, I, I, and that's why I just tell people now, just like, make sure you surround yourself with a community that supports, you know, what you're doing. They may not understand, but that is going to pray for you more than talk about you, man, because mm-hmm. that's, that, that, that stuff starts to wear down on you. Um, And, you know, and, and, and I think it was good that uh, 
I I I had an accountability partner really to, to talk to that would keep it one hundred. Be like, all right, yeah. you know, what are you doing? You know, like you know, in in these businesses and whatnot. And like I didn't know the school thing was gonna pop off. I didn't even know how I was gonna slide in there. Yeah. So all that all that to say that um <clears throat> I did it. I'm happy I had that experience. I'm happy that my sons both know that like I spent a good amount of I still spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Literally spent a good chunk of time in those formative years with my son where he knows like man, my dad was around, you know, for like yeah. it wasn't like I'm tired. Or I gotta go do something else, and I just turn on Sports Center. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been here watching Blippy with you. <laughs> like, you know, we're going over colors. We go, we go see these cows. We go to these farms. We do different things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, man. Uh, that's that's pretty much where I'm at, man. Yeah, this I, I now see. Uh, just to end it, I see like Facebook pages. I see a guy with a, a podcast about him being a stay-at-home dad. I think his name is uh, uh, Belief. He's down there in like L.A. Oh, okay. Goes. Uh, I'm like, man, this is a bunch of us out here, man. Yeah, a bunch of us out here talking about that experience and, and how rewarding it is. Mm-hmm. But you hear like a hundred compliments, like I said. But that one, yeah. that one is just like, you know. And sometimes yeah. you gotta ask yourself, why? Why is it like that? Yeah, and our brain, I mean, I mean, even the data shows and then science shows like our brain is so natural to go to vet like negative that we have to do the work to, to turn it positive. Um, and it's again, going back to the, the subscriptions metaphor, it's like folks are subscribing to these old narratives for themselves, for their own life to feel comfortable for things that they're not even fully involved in. I mean, you got people up here saying and knickknacking and yak yakking about you and where you're at in your life and but not really looking at the full picture and really getting understanding like one of the problems i can i have with a lot of people is when people come to you trying to fix or solve you without understanding you and and i feel like that's often like one of the things and and uh misconceptions about a lot of people come with me with they want to come and fix and solve but it's like you don't want to come and understand because if I if I really explain it to you, all you have is you're fixing your plan with the misinformation that you have anyway. Like you don't even have it fully. You up here trying to come to me and I'm trying to work on my car, and you up here talking about like, oh, okay, I got a spare tire for you. I'm work I'm working on my oil. <laughs> like like you you bringing the wrong solution. I don't need a tire. Like we working on oil over here. Or so to your detriment, because it's like kind of slowing you down having to talk about something that you don't necessarily need right now. Exactly. And 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 so it's that mindset set of approaching that front and for you to be able to go through that and like you said, like be able to get that quality time. Like we're so for some reason trained that like, oh the man gotta be out of the house and be doing stuff and just provide, provide, provide. Provide is also providing emotional love and support and care as well. Right. Both of those things are true. And and kids remembers things like kids truly remember things. Um, one of my friends, she's in her, I think she's in her like fifties or whatever now, late forties. I remember her telling me like she remembers going to going to court with her mom. Her and her dad were split, um, and going to court for like doing the like uh, not custody, but they were doing like like the child support and all that stuff. And she vividly remembers. Her dad, if the, the the whenever the the judge would like raise the child support, 
her dad had no problem with that because he he had like the the money and everything at the time. But what she remembers vastly, he never fought for time with her. And and for that to be like these kids remember things like they they truly remember those things. And again, it goes back to how we're being shaped with all of this stuff. It's like when the older generation, us, like whatever, if you have kids and, and you grew up on Disney, like you want to show your kids like the movies you watch because you you want them to get a little bit of what you did. So you're trying to shape them in a way. I remember a coworker I had at one of my previous jobs. She was a young, she was a young lady. And so she's she was talking something about like. I think it was something in her personal life that was happening and it was about like death or grieving or something. And so like a couple of us was like looking at her cause it was oddly how she was handling it. And like, so we started asking questions and stuff and we were like, had you ever watched the lion King? She had never watched the lion King. We was like, bro, that's like the definition of learning about like grief and betrayal and all of that stuff. And so she ended up watching it. And then understanding what we were talking about and even the, the situation in her life a little bit more. Wow. Again, it's about how are, how are people being shaped and developed in everything that you get involved with and really being able to take that in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm a little still like surprised she's never seen it. Yeah. You know, or I mean, the fact that she saw it now, but man, it's, it's, I was thinking like, it's like a running joke, like, uh, oh, you didn't have this? Oh, you had a sad childhood. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, oh, you, you didn't go outside? Man, that sucks for you, man. So, yeah, that's that's, that's good, though. That's good. Yeah, though. well, I mean, we have parents who, who in, in, in hopes of protecting their child, they protect them from everything. And so it's like, oh, just put you in a bubble. Like, nothing will harm you. Like, I got my eye on you. You're always good. It's like you're safe, right? And then it like, and then again, that shapes you because you become naive, right? Like, like you don't know like really what's going on and 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 what's happening, and you get you get naive to stuff, and you get people taking advantage of you. So you go into this world, and it's like, oh, it's all bright and shiny. It's like not like 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 Mufasa told Simba, yeah. like that dark side over there, like keep one hundred. And and even now, like I remember, I don't hear this as much. But I want I want a well-rounded child, and I was like, you know, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Really? Because when I hear that, then I'd be like, oh, I got my child doing all these things. But then I was like, that, your child is experiencing burnout. Yeah, elementary school, man. <laughs> like, so I, I don't I don't really I wouldn't do that. You know, yeah. parenting isn't a cookie cutter philosophy. You know, if your child wants to do all that type of stuff, cool. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that time, man, you, you can't. Dennis Rodman, uh, on his acceptance speech into the Hall of Fame, was just like, you know, he was saying he he wished he was a better father, and he, and mm-hmm. and partially he was like, you know, he didn't have a good relationship with his own mom and stuff like that. So you know, it was some generational stuff there. He, he had not. He had, Acknowledge that, but he de- he can't get that time back. You know, he, he can't get that yeah. time back. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of references a question that you asked me, and uh, I'll, I'll try to make it brief because because this one is a uh, heavy. Uh, you probably do know of this, but of course, you know my oldest brother is Joshua from Stay Tuned, mm-hmm. and I have uh, two more brothers. Uh, 
the one right before me, maybe about three, three, four years older than me, mm-hmm. uh, was Alex. Uh, unfortunately, two years ago, two years this uh, September, he committed suicide. Mm. And so uh, that was, like I said, in September, that was one event that really shaped me into, mm. this, into, into loving differently, into seeing people differently, to mm-hmm. somebody wrongs you. It's just like, really what the scripture says is just like, you know, still love them through that. And that's hard. Yeah. You know that 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 that's hard. So I, I've changed a lot because I, you know, I started thinking if this person was to be gone, would it matter? Yeah. Would whatever they did matter? But our last conversation was about fatherhood. Mm-hmm. One of well, our second to last conversation, and uh, he was he went from asking me to come out there um, because I was still doing the stay at home dad thing. He said, "Hey man, if you want to come out here for a few months, you can stay with me." We could work security. We could do like some uh, some Friday stuff. You know? <laughs> I was like, man, I ain't working those security out there in Seattle. You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just basically said no. He's like, hey, man, I'm just you know just offering you the opportunity to stack up some money if you want to. I was like, man, I appreciate it. He was coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. But Justin, I don't necessarily understand it, but a lot of parts of it I do respect. And then he opened up to me that he said he felt like he wasn't being the best father because he was mm. doing a lot of working because he was military and yeah. part-time uh, security. So his time was, you know, taken up, but he's just like, man, I, I hope my kids appreciate all this stuff I'm doing for him because sometimes mm. I feel like he's, he said he just feels like he's not present yeah, you know, with his kids. And, and I know it was, you know, it was bothering him. And, um, I don't know if that was, you know, what one of the things that led him to, uh, you know, commit suicide. But I know during that conversation, I was like, hey, man, you know, I, I want to let you know that you are a good dad. You know, so we can always get better. You can spend more time. I don't know your, your schedule. If you can yeah. try, but I want to let you know you're a good dad. Mm-hmm. You know? And then so I just wanted to uh, yeah, leave him with that. And, um, you know, it was probably like, Two more conversations after that, uh, uh, he um, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man. And so, uh, but that was one of our last meaningful conversations mm-hmm. about fatherhood and spending that time. And, I, and it just, uh, it, it sticks with me. Um, it sticks with me for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Thanks for sharing. And, and you know, definitely sending love and, and condolences and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's real, and and being able to manage that is is tough. And being able to have those spaces to be able to share that of like, man, like I, I don't feel like I'm I'm doing enough. And having people who can bring you back to reality because usually we're we're warped in in that thought process or something. Or you know, there's there's a lot of things going on that's like just carrying us carrying us. Like you said, that one negative comment compared to the hundred good. And, right. and then having to do that work, and especially with a lot of these things of what we feel like. I always say, I mean, I don't have kids or anything at this time. And like, I don't know why, for some reason, it's, it's, it's him who I look at. I'm like, man, I'm like, Kevin, I'm like, Kevin Hart has a lot. And I don't even mean like a lot of like material things. I was like, he has a lot. Yet I'm like, man, it has to be tough to do all the stuff that he has to be to the public and then to spend to like to get real quality time with your kids. Like, I, if I ever get the opportunity and stuff to like be a father, like 
I really want to make sure I have that ability to really be with my kids. Like I lost my dad when I was young, when I lost my father when I was six. So, and, and to be able to have those memories and the trippy thing about me and like my memory of my father, it's literally like the, uh, like the Charlie Brown. I only see him in my memories from the neck down. I don't see his face in my memories. And, and so, and I, maybe that's the child perspective or whatever it is. Yet I have these little core memories that I do have of him um, and how meaningful those are. And I can see how that, how not having him has shaped my life. <clears throat> and there was like, when I was young, a lot of seeking after father figures, not directly saying it, saying it to anybody, but wanting it. Like you got some of that from my high school coach, like high school football coach, really love and appreciate coach Turner. Um, and then one of my friends, um, dad, Mr. Champion, and like a few other people where like I got that, but it, it always wasn't like my father. And so that was something I would I would struggle with growing up and then even a little bit into adulthood. I'm in a better place with it now. Yet it, it was definitely a big part of like my growing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's. Um, we never know. Well, it's sometimes I shouldn't say we never know, but sometimes it does take that time of seeing when we lose something or without something for a time of like how that shaped us. Mm -hmm. That's it. To your point, like I said, just as far as you know, my brother with me was it's the simple things. It's just like, hey, how many brothers do you have? I feel like I still say three. You know, I still mm -hmm. I have like three. Yeah, you know, ones you know not here. You yeah. Know? And it's just even saying that, you know, it kind of gets a you know a little bit hard. Mm -hmm. Like I look at life completely differently. Like I've I thought I matured. Marriage matures you. Having kids mature you. You know, um, unfortunate events such as you know losing a father, yeah. losing a relative, losing a brother, will will take a toll on you. But. Um, I guess the scripture that comes to mind was, and it was crazy. I was reading this book uh, by a guy named Show Baraka. He lives here in Atlanta. He's uh, used to rock with, you know, Lecrae's camp, you know, kind of split off and did his own thing. Mm -hmm. I think the book is all he saw it was good, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And, and it's an inspirational book, but it, it's really dope. I definitely recommend it. Okay. He saw that it was good. I was reading that book. Um, when my brother passed and mm. I put it down because it was like, it was hard for me to get past the the title. He saw that it was good. And then uh, the scripture that's, I think it's referenced in it, but I've I also heard it. All things work together for the good of those that serve. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know how that works for me. <laughs> I see you know, such things happening like, you know, suicide or, or cancer or something like that. I was like, how does that, you know, so I've come to the grips of, I've come to a very strong reality now is that I would have not made this growth spurt and loving on people differently from my wife to family members to how I approach people differently now. I wouldn't have made this uh, transition if it wasn't for, you know, 
my brother unfortunate incident. Mm-hmm. Now, let me preface this. I would trade my growth. Now, some people may disagree, but I would trade my growth to have my brother back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always pray that there was another way because slowly I was I was changing. Yeah. Slowly I was changing, but some drastic happened like that. It was like, dang, you know, like, you know, why? And you just start looking at humanity so much differently. And then really since then, I've seen a whole lot more death, whether it's in my family or it's, you know, just friends that I've seen. I'm just like, man, life has just changed. You know, it's just like you don't notice this really as a kid, but as you get older, it's just like it's just you never know how long you have with that person. Mm-hmm. I go or spend that energy with beefing with them, man. Yeah. You know, just like Jesus' only commandment was love your brother as you love yourself. I think that's the whole problem probably with the, we're going on a tangent now, but it's like, I think that's the whole problem with the church is that we're not, we're not showing Jesus' love to whatever, mm-hmm. the, the, the whoever the person is, man, no matter what they are doing. You know, like if the tour of the doors of the church are really open, that's open to everybody. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing, man. You know, so it's just that true love of that reckless love of going after that person, being there for that person, you know, no matter what they're doing. Um, that's how it's, you know, pretty much shaped me. Um, that's, that's, how, that's how my brother Alex shaped me. You know? mm-hmm. What he did. I made a huge change in my life, a huge change on how I interact with people. Like yeah. I, like, I ask more now, like, are, are, are they doing okay? Mm-hmm. Are, are you doing all right? Doing like, you know, trying to be a more of a listening ear. I've just changed. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's real, man. And, and, and powerful. Um, it's, 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 it's ironic that you bring up that scripture, you know, I love, love, love your neighbor like you love yourself and so i recently was talking to somebody about that and the revelation came to me is because a lot of people like they hear that it's like automatically go to love the other person if you stop and realize that god is telling us to go love ourselves first to be able to go love that other person Mm -hmm. because so many people want to go just do the outward work of like okay i'm gonna go like talk to 100 people and share my faith and like i'm gonna love on them it's like it's no it's not because you're not giving from the genuineness of who you are yeah. if you're doing the work to get past that and like you were saying like going through those questions of like why is this happening like there, every day i wake up and like at some point in time throughout the day i always ask god I'm like why is this happening or why even something that maybe not directly still impacting me right now right. but is is something about my heart and to my heart i'm like why why did it go down that way now i don't get answers like the answer isn't going to come, like, but sometimes you have to be able to get the, the question out to just get it out. And then in due time, like that's like one of the scriptures I like it. I think it's in Corinthians. It says like, by, like in part, by part, like, like we'll know. But like when it's meant for God to like give it to you in whole, you'll be in whole. So if anybody's listening to this, well, I mean, whoever's listening to this and like you've been in that that weary space of like whatever your faith walk is again, explore to your exhaustion and don't feel like it has to be some, like, like I, I told this to the folks who I, who I go to church. I was like, I was like, I'm glad, I'm glad God isn't a, isn't a math question. Like isn't a math formula. Cause I, I would suck. Like I, like I would suck if I, if it was like, 
2x plus like z y a minus parenthesis like i would be all done like i, I would i would have been gone a long time ago but it, it's it's that relationship and then that's that's the relationships are difficult and they require tune-ups and a lot of people don't want the tune-ups and a lot of it is the ex exploration of exploration and there's not always a direct treasure of what you know it is at the end of it for sure man with the absolutely and, and then uh <laughs> you keep bringing up the relationship tune-up but i mean you know just like i know that we're in need of a tune-up right now so the mm -hmm. thing that I'm saying is not that I've uh, nothing that I've mastered, you know, yeah. is is everything is still a journey right now, and it's like uh, I think the well, now that I think what I know is that I'm learning to be more consistent, you know, mm -hmm. in prioritizing my family, my marriage, you know, before you know, like my purpose ultimately is to make sure you know my family's healthy and then yeah. go out and reach whoever I can. Mm -hmm. At times, you know, I've, I've lost sight of that. Yeah. And, and I didn't even know, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, like some time for me to understand that, like, okay, let, let, you know, let's regroup, let's see what's going on and, and get better at being a husband and, and a father. Yeah. So, uh, like, like I said, right now, it's just like, um, that's why even like reevaluating pentamins with a purpose, people are asking us when it's coming back. And I'm mm -hmm. like, it's, it's, it's coming back. We, we have content. Don't worry. Yeah. But until we get some things and, and I'm speaking, you know, definitely from my point of view, mm -hmm. until I get some things consistently going with prioritizing with relationship tune-ups, not just, not just calling, you know, some people when, when there's a fire, but yeah. there's preventative maintenance. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is this is where I'm at right now. So, yeah, I, I like absolutely. I won't I won't come up here and lie and say everything's you know hunky dory. Yeah, like every day, my wife is human, and mm. I have to deal with whatever comes with that. Yeah, vice versa, he has to deal with me and my issues and my attitude mm. and everything like that. And and um, I always say this, man. It, it, people may get tired, but I don't. I don't. But like I just always say shout out to my brother because and, and I'll say shout out to all my brothers. You know, Joshua, I've seen him, you know, live like a you know, a great marriage and and uh my other brother in uh, South uh California, Henry, uh not he's married now and, and and they're doing pretty well. But you know, shout out to my brother Alex because it's just like yeah. I now know that it's just like, man, I I don't want to lose somebody else. Uh without them knowing that, hey, I love them. Mm -hmm. I'm there for them. I'm going to help them, you know. So, it, and it starts at home. Yeah. yeah. Nah, man, man, that's that's real. Shout, shout out to Alex. Um, shout out to Joshua. Shout out to Henry is, is the other brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout, shout out to you all. I, I know one of you three. Um, as I always say, Josh, my oldest friend, that that is that is not a, uh, it's not a joke since the fourth grade, many. Um, that that man, I got to get him on here solo and uh, and talk to him. I mean, that'd be an interesting conversation. So I, I got to be in many days. <laughs> I in many. Oh, I was there for a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, them damn many days. I'm them. I think he was at Solano. I, I believe he was. Yeah, he was there. 
Uh, yeah, 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 and then, then in a couple of years, he was. Yeah, he made it all the way to Jesse Bethel. Yeah, yeah, and Bethel. I, 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 I'm gonna leave some of the stuff I'm thinking about for the podcast when I get him on because that Josh is hilarious. So, uh, man, Justin, uh, man, thank. This, this, this is gonna be the last time. Like, I gotta have you on again, and we gotta talk some stuff. And, and look, I'm trying to look. I can get close now that now that I know I'm like two degrees away from the basement, bro. Like. <laughs> I just like the funny thing, like I said, I, I know the guy, but like we were friends on social media, but like I only have his old number. So I was like, don't send me his number, man. But like, but that was because of, of our great relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I knew not knowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, look, I'm just believing in God doing something. So that's all I'm saying. Like, right. right. Oh, Doug, I this for the podcast or not, but I'm gonna go ahead and ask. Um, mental therapy is, is something I know huge for you mm-hmm. push so heavily and I'm I'm cool with it yeah cool with it um, talking to a, a friend of mine an accountability partner his name is uh, Robert he's known me since I was 16 so he's seen mm-hmm. me like do like some real garbage stuff yeah. all the way up to like 31 <laughs> like uh, big changes yeah um, he watches you know uh, Tim Ross too uh, he said <laughs> he made this uh, kind of analogy. He believes that mental health is a serious thing, and um, at one time it was kind of not talked about, especially in the black community, because mm-hmm. of all your crazy sort of. But now it's such on the forefront. Yeah, right? he thinks, and I kind of think this way too, that it whatever the issue may be, they kind of put that as a blanket answer. Like, oh, you have mental health issues. Blanket. Yeah. And he compared mental therapy to Dragon Balls. <laughs> and I I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, because he was like, not, not to be like like geeky. I was like, but no, no, no I, I love Dragon Ball Z, man. So mm-hmm. no, I, I get it. I was like, but, but explain. And so I'm yeah. trying to explain it right. But he was just like, you know how like people would die on Dragon Ball Z and then they would wish him back. Mm-hmm. You know, you always knew that you had the Dragon Balls so you could easily get them back. Yeah. You could easily get them back. So it mm-hmm. was kind of like, why are they stressing out when they knew, knew they could get them? And, and all you had to do was, you know, just go get them. Mm-hmm. Right? And so he was explaining that they didn't really put forth the work to not die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he said they didn't really put forth the work to not die in the first place. To <laughs> and and then they would like do all this stressing out and then they would just come, come back, but they would just keep dying. Yeah. And, then, and he was just saying that maybe we need to be a little bit more intentional on how we look at mental health and mental therapy. Mm-hmm. People aren't just using it as a scapegoat because as in Dragon Ball GT, which I think was a horrible series, but it had the potential to be great. Yeah. The Dragon Balls went dark from being overused. Mm. And he was just like, and so it, it was a deep conversation, and we were just really scratching the surface. But I could somewhat understand where he was going. He was just like, mental therapy can't be a scapegoat. It's like we can't say systemic racism mm-hmm. every single time. As I love to do it because it's hilarious, yeah. you know, but I was like, that ain't the case for every single thing. 
you yeah. know, it's just like it, it's not, it's not, it's a case for a lot of stuff. Mental mm-hmm. health, like it's, it's a case for a lot of stuff. But as my mentor said, can't speak in absolutes. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I want to leave you with. The Dragon Ball reference. Nah, so see Ball. now, see now where my brain is. We got to make this episode. You, him, and then my friend, who's also who is a mental therapist, who is, who is a therapist. Um, he would be down for it, I, I believe. And and I and the thing is, I, I agree. Like the Dragon Ball Z metaphor is amazing. I love it because I've often said this in this country. I because I can't speak to any other country. In this country, one of the problems is what well, was it's a multi layered problem. It's never one problem. One, it's it's too it's too reactionary instead of innovative with with stuff. And then two, it's when whenever society does come to some information, we go too over the board and not go to a medium first. Mm. It's like, oh, we're like it's like, okay, now everything is this, and it's like it's like no, like come it, it like the, the gradation to get back to the medium takes so long. It's like it's it's like public opinion, it's like Somebody does something like with all the stuff with uh with Jonathan Majors, it's like we had all this stuff coming. It's like oh, like he's horrible now. It's like and then all this all the facts start to come out, and it's like but we don't but we don't hear like the people say like oh like okay we messed up like we're sorry like we don't get that we just get the salaciousness of go all the way to the top because we got to make sure we we make it like the boisterous thing like Shinron coming up the big old thing of like oh okay here it is like it's here. Like instead of like okay, like you're saying, let's do the preventative stuff. Krillin, you you don't need to fight. They these are they're too strong for you. Like just go back to the house. Like go, I don't care. If we got Zinzu beings. Like just go back to the house. Like, <laughs> but like in this country, it's just it goes way too to the extreme when new information comes in compared to slowing down and saying like, hey, let's really look at this. And then rarely things need like you said absolutes. Like we should not not. We should not be paying attention to things, but we shouldn't be overly utilizing something. That's like a carpenter. Like that's like somebody in construction using a hammer only for everything. Like you're not going to be successful at just using one tool for everything. Right. Yeah. So we got to get your friend done. I'm here for this. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for sure. Like I'll see. I'll see what the schedule looking like. Okay. So so we'll work on something. So Justin, again, man, I'm so happy. To have you on, be able to share this time. Thank you for for staying up late. I, I, I know it's 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 early there now. It's, oh, okay, so okay, so you're good. So um, before we dip out of here, like like the, my ending segment is what you digging on. So what's something that you currently digging on in your life? It could be anything. What what are you digging on right now? It would be great to say a book, but I'm like really not. Ready. Oh, that's fine, bro. Like you do yeah, yeah, TV yeah, show, anything like. You know what? I, I am uh, I'm checking out Bel Air. Um, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the original. Um, yeah. To say the least. I, I'll say this: I like to see uh, the young actors come up, mm-hmm. like possibly take the mantle of Denzel Washington mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm interested to see what, uh, where their careers go. Okay. So, so Bel Air. Um, currently digging on getting some new frames for some glasses so i've been glasses shopping so i can't wait for the for the new frames i gotta put on to a, a, a new little spot so i'm excited about that honestly i gotta make an eye doctor appointment tomorrow to get the description and then we rolling from there so um take care of all of the health of what you are whatever it is i got glasses gotta take care of the eyesight so for sure. 
All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the Diggle Dub Podcast. Appreciate you all back in here. Possibly making some more episodes and content coming. Um, yeah, so just check out when your boy. And if you got any thoughts and ideas, send them over to you, to us. Well, to me. Like, it ain't there. It's not a us for me, but to me. So, um, yeah. And we're looking forward to putting them in with a purpose. And eventually, you know, we'll get you, you and your wife on here. And then we can talk as well. So, that'll be an exciting uh, episode to have. So, until next time, y'all, keep on digging, stay fresh, and go through whatever in life that door you got to go through. Don't run from it. As Jay-Z said, can't run from the pain, run towards it. And you're going to be better off because of it, y'all. Peace and love. Keep on digging, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>